you travel for a living and struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle like I do, or maybe you just struggle to stay healthy in general. This is the Road to Health podcast, and I am Tamar, your host for this adventure. I travel for business often, which presents some challenges in terms of achieving and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and make my dreams and goals a reality. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that life throws at me, but by working on developing a healthier mindset, I'm managing to build a firm belief in my own ability to change. No one needs to take this journey alone, so if you struggle to make healthy choices on the road like I do, join me for this ride on the road to health. Well-traveled, well-lived. Do you want to stop feeling guilty when you fall off the wagon? Hey everyone, what's going on? Tamar here from the Road to Health podcast. Grateful you could join me today. So we are on episode number four of the Hope Elevated series. Today I dig into body shame and relationship with food because that's something that I've always struggled with. And of course, if you have not yet picked up my new book, Hope Elevated, make sure you head on over to Amazon and do that. I will leave the links in the show notes so it's easy to find as well. Or you can head over to my website, www.theroadtohealth.me, and there will be a link to direct you there. And also don't forget, if you're struggling right now and you need some help and you're looking for some coaching, book a free call with me. You can either email me directly for some more information, info at theroadtohealth.me, or you can head on over to my website and I have some information there for you and you can book a call as well. It's a free consultation call. So if you want to chat, make sure you reach out. So as I've talked about on previous episodes, my relationship with food was not always a healthy one. If you listen to my last series episode, where I talk about my dieting journey, it was definitely unhealthy. And But I think the problem was I always looked at food as good or bad, and I also was not flexible. I was very closed-minded and opinionated about what was right and what was wrong. And so since then, I have learned how to be a lot more flexible. I've learned how to give myself some grace, and therefore, I've been able to develop a more healthy mindset. Now, I do know because I struggle with addiction that there are times I have to be careful. You know, I can't just really go and just have a complete free for all because once I start the ball rolling, that can be a really slippery slope. I don't know if you guys can relate to that. But for me, if I, you know, went a week straight with eating desserts and sugar and all that kind of stuff, I would typically carry on. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, I actually had my first experience having a treat meal. Uh, for the first time since February. And although um, this time around, I have not been depriving myself. So I've been very creative with what I cook for myself. I've been enjoying uh, the low carb meals that I've been making. I've, I'm, I feel full, you know, so I'm not always hungry and searching for something else to eat and night snacking like I typically do. Um, it's all within what I'm planning on eating for the day, which has been great. But I decided that with the book launch and everything that's been going on and doing, um, I decided to do a treat meal. And so I went out with a friend for dinner and was very intentional about what I was going to order to eat. I know I'd been talking about French fries. And so I did it. I made sure 
that I went to a restaurant that I really, really enjoy because if I'm going to have a treat meal, I'm not going to go to McDonald's or any fast food joint. I'm going to make sure that I have the best meal I can possibly have. So we went to a restaurant that has absolutely amazing French fries and absolutely amazing burgers. And, you know, um, the friend that I was with, she said she wished she had taken a picture of me putting that first French fry in my mouth because it was unbelievable. It was so tasty and flavorful. And the feeling it gave me was almost a high. I mean, I actually got home from that dinner and I couldn't sleep because I was so excited and I just had this almost feeling of euphoria going through my body, believe it or not. I then went ahead and had a bite of the burger and keep in mind, I haven't had um, carbs or very many carbs uh, since February and the bun, I could actually taste the bun, the freshly cooked bun. It wasn't a cheap bun and it just, the meal itself and the company made the evening amazing as well. Um, definitely, if you're going to go out for a treat meal, make sure you do it with people that you care about and you can have amazing conversation. But the whole experience for me was one that I don't know I can say I've ever felt the same, you know, because in the past I would have my so-called cheat meals and they were epic. I mean, you know, when I lived with my trainer and, you know, she helped me throughout my early journey so, so much. I, we had some pretty epic uh, cheat meals and we, you know, st we still mention them today. They were, they were epic, right? But I think because I've now gone so long without actually having a treat meal, it's what I like to call it today because I, I don't want it to be something that's negative. I'm not cheating anymore. It was just so absolutely enjoyable that I, I didn't want to do it again right away because I have never had that kind of a joy around eating and just really getting all the flavors in and just enjoying the experience. And it's something that I want to have again in a few months. I don't want to have it right away because I know that if that's something that I do daily, it's not going to feel the same. And you know, the next day I went on and I kept to my regular plan and I, you know, got creative. I made myself some keto desserts, which was good. Um, and I was right back on track. And so I didn't have any guilt or shame or remorse the following day that I typically have, which is a new feeling for me. And so I think it's a start of something really great. Now, I know it's a slippery slope. I have to be careful and I'm going to um, because my history, uh, which I'm going to talk about today, just around body shame and feeling that if I change what was on the outside, it would fix what was on the inside. That's been something that has been a part of my life for so long. So it's something that is an ongoing thing that I need to work on every single day. One of the things that I used to do a lot back in the day was binge eating, um, especially early on in my addiction, because, you know, I would go hours and hours and hours, sometimes, you know, a day without eating anything. And I was never into intermittent fasting or fasting. I didn't even know what it was back then. But I would go so long without eating that as soon as I was able to put something in my body, I just ate as much as I could as fast as I could. And most of the time it was just junk food, right? It was, um, fast food or candy or chips. I have such a weakness for chips. It's a, it's crazy. Um, that's something that I, I've had to eliminate somewhat from my diet. But 
you know, I would binge eat. And I remember, you know, nights where I'd come home from work. And I still did this up until a couple of years ago, where I would stop off at a fast food joint, and I would pick up a burger and fries and sit in my car and eat it. And then get out and throw um, the evidence away because, of course, I didn't want my spouse to know that I had just had some fast food and now I was coming home and having a regular meal. And, you know, as I was eating dinner at home, I just felt that guilt, you know, that why did I do that? Like, for me, it's always been that instant gratification. You know, when I'm stressed, what do I reach for? Food, you know, when I'm uh, tired, what do I do? I need carbs, I need sugar, right? I need that energy. And so it's been something that I've always reached for because eating is something we have to do, right? It's not like, you know, drugs and alcohol for me where I can be completely abstinent. Food, we have to eat, right? And so um, being mindful of what we put in our body, but also being mindful of the routines we have and the habits we have in our daily life, that has impacted things a lot because I used to neglect sleep, you know, it was like, okay, it's no big deal if I only get five, six hours of sleep. But today I realize that it's those kind of things by neglecting my health and other aspects, not just food, that really affect my day. You know, if I'm too tired, there's a really good chance that I'm going to reach for something that I know I don't want to eat. And I know, even though it gives me that instant gratification the next day or even a few hours later, it's going to make me feel like absolute garbage. And, you know, once I did that, uh, it would just snowball and I would look at it. You know what? I can start again Monday. I mean, how many, you know, of you listening have told yourself, I'm going to start again on Monday. It's okay, right? I can just start from scratch again. Um, and that's something that today if, you know, I eat something that I'm not especially happy with eating, you know, and, and as you know, it's been a while for me, but I, you know, would, I don't say I'm going to start on Monday. I say, okay, you know what, tomorrow's a new day because there's still days. Um, I track all my food and I track my macros and there's still days where I go over that, right? I might eat a little bit more calories than I had planned on eating, but I also eat enough calories typically so that I don't feel hungry and I don't feel like I need to, but sometimes I'll have an extra snack. It's just usually stuff that's within my plan and it's okay. You know, I don't just say, okay, I'm going to, you know, eat excessive calories the rest of the week and I'm just going to start on Monday tomorrow's a new day, right? And so I almost hit that reset and I just carry on. So things have become a lot more manageable and, you know, developing that mindset has allowed me to just refocus right away again instead of going those extended periods of time um, where I'm just completely off the rails and I feel completely out of control. Taking part in that binge eating and, you know, going to fast food joints after work, um, that also added to my body shame. I mean, like I mentioned, you know, I really thought that changing how I looked on the outside would make me feel better on the inside, but it didn't. And it wasn't until I learned to love myself that that body shame also started going away, you know. And today, although I've almost hit my goal, I, you know, I still got a little bit around the waist and I'm okay with that, right? Because I'm actually doing things to move myself forward. I don't feel that shame like I used to. I mean, you know, I would wear hoodies anytime I'd, I'd get up to a peak weight again. I would wear hoodies or baggy shirts and people would always say, you know, why don't you wear something more fitted? It, uh, it would be more, you know, slimming. It'll be more attractive. But I didn't want to because 
every time I sat down, you know, my stomach, I could see my stomach, you know, bulging out and I could see, you know, my, my, the, my sides were coming up over my jeans and I was so embarrassed about that. And, you know, today I still got a little something, something and it's okay because I'm working forward and I'm not ashamed anymore. I love myself for who I am today and I know that I'm doing the right things. But um, yeah, the baggy clothes were just, I was, I didn't want people to see what I really looked like. And I really had nothing to be ashamed about because we're all in this journey together. And, you know, one of the major changes that I've experienced is accountability. And, you know, just like with my sobriety, I, you know, I basically latched on to a bunch of people who had what I wanted and I learned what they did to live a sober life. And, you know, I've realized that when it comes to my health, my fitness and my diet, that I need to do the same thing, right? So when I joined Adam's group in um, early 2019, things really started to come together because I was surrounding myself with like-minded people and also people who felt the same shame that I did. And today the difference is we can talk about that shame, right? We can say, hey, you know what, I felt like this or there's still days where I feel like this or, you know, it's having that accountability and having that support network is something that I truly believe is essential in your health and fitness journey. And also coaching. I mean, I have a few different coaches that I work with in different area of my life. It has also inspired me to coach as well. And so, you know, I can take people through the steps that I've done to improve my life and show them, you know, what works and get them to actually be a little bit more open-minded about what works for them and what may not work, right? Because being open-minded about food and what I ingest in my body has really helped me out tremendously. If you are somebody that's struggling with body shame or, you know, you've done some of the things that I've talked about in today's episode, make sure you reach out. You are not alone in this journey. And this journey, I don't believe, is one that needs to be taken alone. You know, when you learn how to implement habits and create goals and actually really come up with an action plan to develop those goals and actually reach them, things can change. It's absolutely amazing. I think I'm living proof of that. And it's something that I continue to work on. It's not something where I, you know, once I reach my goal, I'm done. Um, I set new goals and I remain accountable. I keep, uh, I keep being willing to learn new things and try different things. And I can thank my coaches for that. So if you need some help, make sure you reach out. You can reach me at info at theroadtohealth.me. You can also go to my website, theroadtohealth.me, find out more information. I am going to be starting some incredible groups coming up. I will give you some more information soon. Uh, If you want to keep up to date on that stuff, make sure you come and check out our Facebook group. It is called The Road to Health Podcast. Happy to have you there if you want some extra accountability. We're doing some challenges as well. Um, It's just a place that I want to open up for people to share their struggles, also share their wins, um, share their goals. So we're really going to start to have some engagement. We're also going to have some group training coming up, which like I said, I'm going to give you some more details on shortly. It'll also pop up on my website, 
very soon. Until next time, everyone, stay safe out there. That wraps up another episode of the Road to Health podcast, where my goal is to empower and inspire you to build a firm belief in your own ability to change your life and start achieving your goals. I know from experience, it can be hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I work with people to help them define their goals and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you would like to take advantage of a free consultation call to figure out how you can reach your goals, visit my website at www.theroadtohealth.me and book today. When you're there, make sure you sign up for my five steps to achieving your goals. And until next time, be safe and healthy.